0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of Verbal Processing Unit. My name is Jeremy Coggins, and you may have noticed, if you follow me at all, that I've been on a bit of a hiatus uh, for uh, almost a year. Uh, my last episode came out in April of last year, 2017, um, and I haven't put anything out since then. And uh, part of the reason for that is, well, this the past, well, I guess it would be... Eight months has been a little bit has there's been a little bit of turmoil going on uh in my life and what has been going on here so there i there's been several times that I've sit down sat down to record another podcast and kind of give an overview of what's happened but it's it it's been difficult uh this is it's something that's this has taken a long time for me to process and I'm still processing it um, but I think I think I'm at a point now that I can I can sit down and uh, verbally work through some of the some of the things that have happened and uh, that is, that has happened to me and to uh, to uh, me and my family here in the last eight months so part part of the reason that this is difficult is um, I'm not I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. Um, there's there's a lot of people that are affected by what has happened, and a lot of these people I still very much respect and care for. Um, and the last thing that I want to do is to – Make it seem make enemies uh, or make villains out of people who are who ha- didn't have anything to do with this uh, and didn't contribute to what happened and the decisions that ultimately were were mine uh, so that's it makes this a struggle uh to um, kind of go through this without. Not not alienating people, but making making uh unnecessary villains of people um so I may stumble a little bit more and kind of chug through this a little bit just because I'm trying to to take the high road with this so eight months ago um is I began to notice a change, uh, at the ministry that I was in. Um, there were some, basically, uh, uh, senior pastor and I noticed that there was going to be a need for an adjustment on what I was doing and the, the needs that, that were happening within the church. So we began doing some, some, a discussion and processing and a brainstorming of what that was going to look like, uh, what that position was going to look like for me going forward. Um, well, unbeknownst to us, there were some other people that were noticing the same things. Um, and the conclusions that they came to were a little bit different from mine. Um but we, but we all noticed the same thing: is that what what I was currently doing um, was not what some of you needed going forward, and a change needed to be made. Um, what ended up happening was there was uh, that there was a disagreement as to what that change would be. Um, and the decision ultimately, uh, basically what ended up happening was, um, I knew it was time for me to leave Sunnyview. It was a very hard decision. It was something that I did not take lightly. Um, but because of, the stuff that was going on at the time i i ended up coming to the decision that it was time for me to no longer be a youth pastor <clears throat> at the church um so i put in my resignation and i did did everything that that i could to leave on a high note to make sure the church was prepared for when i wasn't there trans, transitioning stuff into me not being in charge of them and and a variety of things, uh, so it ended up so it, it, that my time at Sunny concluded uh, at the very end of September. Um, and then at the end of September, um, uh, well, I took I took a couple weeks off, <laughs> um, just to kind of chillax and 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 come down from the from the emotional journey it was for me to. To resign, um, and then I began uh, looking in earnest for new youth ministry positions. Um, while I was doing that, i i took I took a job um, redesigning a church website, and I also did some uh, some substitute teaching and some other IT work, just kind of odds and ends stuff. While I'm uh, just to kind of fill in some gaps while I'm looking for a new position, and there there were several several positions that I sent out that that I sent out applications for or sent out resumes for. Uh, and ended up coming down to one church in Kenosha, um, actually around the time of thanks. <clears throat> excuse me, around the time of Thanksgiving is when uh, talks with them started to become serious. And actually, it was uh i got the call for it when i was down in in uh in houston for a mission trip uh, i got the call that uh the initial the initial interview went very well and they they were going to pursue my re- my references and they gave me some references to pursue uh and it uh, it, it was this, talks were becoming quite serious and i i actually got down to the final 3 candidates for Kenosha, I was quite excited. My wife and I were both excited. We were, you know, looking at the area to see if it's something that we would, you know, we could actually consider. And we were really liking what we were seeing. And we got down to go visit them, and we were, we liked them and the whole thing. But <clears throat> during this whole time, you know, we were down to essentially we we're down at land income and um. Uh, <clears throat> I had to, had to keep in mind that, you know, as, as good as the talks with this church were going, we, we can't count on it as a for-sure thing. It was me and two other candidates. Uh, there's a high, high possibility, in fact, uh, a 66% chance uh, that they would not choose me. So as much as I really wanted this, we couldn't go much longer without uh, a steady income, so I needed to look at some more local, local uh, avenues of income. and And you know, I thought that maybe I could I could drum up enough website business to keep us going, but that that was going much slower than I was expecting. So I ended up applying for a job. At the Best Buy here in town, uh, for Geek Squad, they were they were looking for a delivery driver. Uh, for it was an entry level position that was making uh, that would that was making a good amount of money, um, and I knew I knew that was something that I could I could ease into. Well, uh, I could I could get into it rather easily. Um, delivering appliances. That's delivering and installing appliances. That's what it was for. So I've, I figured that was something that it, that would be a good backup. So we get to December, and I, I get a call from. Uh, how did that go? Anyway, it, I, I ended up having. I had an in-person interview, uh, and then I actually got a call from the the regional manager uh, basically it would be the boss's boss and had a short interview with him um and i actually ended up getting a a job offer from them um when i got this job offer i still hadn't heard for sure anything from a church in Kenosha and I knew that they they were planning on making a decision towards the end of the month so I sent I sent them a quick email just saying hey I was just wondering how the decision was going I know you were looking to 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 have something together by the end of the month just wondering how that was going uh, about an hour or so later I got another e I got an email right back from them saying that they they were able to get together and they decided that they were going to go with a candidate from from another church they were going in a different direction so I went well that kind of makes that decision pretty easy so I went and I accepted the job offer from from geek squad um, and I ended up starting that job uh, at the beginning uh, actually dis, uh, January 9th was my first day um, so since then I've been learning about that job and getting things together but it's been something that's been really interesting that I wasn't really expecting is how, how hard the transition would be for me to not being a youth pastor anymore. Um, It's been, it's been harder. It's been harder than I, I expected. Uh, And Part of the thing that I keep asking myself is why. I, I, I mean, I, I definitely don't feel like, um. I, 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 have this nagging feeling that I'm not in the right spot, but it's where I need to be, and it's what I have. Um, and I've been trying to figure out why. Why is that? Why is that feeling there? Is it just that I feel like I, I'm a minister, or I need to be in youth ministry, um, and that, and I you know it's more about me being in ministry than actually doing the ministry or is it just because this is this is a change that I wasn't really expecting to happen and I'm kind of defaulting to my my backup plan um am I just unsatisfied with with how things ended up right now and do I just need to make make the best of it? And this is a this is okay. Where we're at is okay. I don't, I I I don't know, and I'm I'm still kind of figuring that out. But and so I know many people have been asking me, you know, how do you like how do you like your job? How do you like what you're doing? And I honestly do not know what to say because on the one hand, there are aspects of it that I really do like, uh, not. Sitting on my butt all day. Well, unless we've got a lot of driving to do that day, but we, I, I get out every day. I'm walking around, we're, we're carrying stuff. I'm actually being active. Um, and you know, we go, it, it's, it's a very different kind of job. Uh, you go and you, you, you deal with a client and you get their thing installed. And when you're done, you're done. You move on to the next one. And at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, you, you, when you have a literal list of things you accomplish and at the end of the day you have them all done there's there's no worrying about something moving over to the next day usually it's you have at the beginning of the day you have your list of things at the end of the day you've finished your list of things and then rinse and repeat and there's something there's something really satisfying about knowing you're going to have stuff done and you're going to get stuff done and once it's done it's done um, and that's there it's very different from youth ministry where you know you'll work on something for the, for today and you can work on something all day and not really get it done and you know you're actually going to be working on it for several months um, and you're you're trying to figure out if it's the best way to do it, and you've got you know thirty projects that are like that, and they're always kind of ongoing. And even when you uh, you know you you work on a project and you get it done and you implement it, whether it's an event or something, you always go back and you reevaluate it and you say, okay, is this could this be done better? It, you're never you're never done, and that's something that uh, that. Uh, the senior pastor, at of you talked about all the time, is that you know m- ministry is never done. There's there's always something you can do, and that's why it's so important for pastors to take their Sabbath, to take breaks, because if they're not careful, they will they w- they could literally work twenty four seven and still not have enough time to get everything done. So that that's been nice, and it's I've. I have been enjoying that and I've I I get along well with the with uh the guy that I'm working with. Um and that's you know and I'm learning something new and you know, kind of kinda getting into something new and I like that aspect of it. But but on the other hand, it is it is definitely not what I was planning on doing. Um it's not I I guess I want to make sure that I'm not giving up what I feel my calling was. And I I had a really great conversation. I've I've maintained a really good relationship with uh the former pastor, not the former pastor. Sorry. Um he, he's my former pastor, former lead pastor at Sunny That's a weird thing to describe. But I've ma- maintained a good relationship with him and and I, I talked with him one day when this was like had a lot of turmoil going on in my head, and and he talked about how there's three there's three aspects to calling, you know, to God's calling for us. First, it's the desire. You know, you you can't have a calling from God unless you have a desire to do it. And I definitely do. And, and you know, once I actually got a job, settled down, that I knew I was going to be here for a while, I I jumped into uh volunteering with the youth ministry at the church that my wife and I are going to now um the second thing the, the second aspect of calling is training um do you have do you have the proper preparation to do it and i have i've went to college i've got the training i'm continuing to do research and i'm just continuing to learn and i have a desire to continue to learn um, and then the third aspect is opportunity uh, if in, in order for there, to, for there to be a full calling from God, there needs to be an opportunity to use that. Um, and as of right now, there, there isn't the opportunity. Uh, I, uh, so in order for there to be a full calling from God, you need to have all three of those. Um, all three of those need to be fulfilled. And at the moment, I only have two. I've, I've looked, I've applied at many youth ministries and that, that one fell through and uh, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of deflating just to kind of... when I went, when I originally got my job at Sunnyview, I, the number that I had in my head was that I'm going to be at this job for 10 years. I'm not I'm not sure why it was that number, but I fully expected that that this 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 ministry could be my first and last ministry. And I was really hoping to make it that. I mean, I've I've my entire viewpoint with youth ministry is you need to be in there for the long haul. Um that i've i've completely rejected the idea of using youth ministry as a stepping stool to something else like anything else is better or more important than the work that i'm doing because the the work that i do is important and i think that's the big thing that 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 is kind of getting at me is i know how important that work is and as fun and as you know important as having appliances in your house is it does not compare with shaping the lives of young people and helping them better experience Christ in their lives it just it just doesn't compare and so i guess the i you can call me a typical millennial here i guess at where i'm unsatisfied because my my job isn't changing the world or isn't as important but that's that is a valid feeling for me where i i know that what i was doing had a really high impact and really high importance and to just kind of go into something that's less than that it there there is an unsatisfied feeling there and it but so what so the question i have to ask is why why is that there um and and i've really been combating the feeling that or the idea that i have this feeling because i feel i need to be in ministry that ministry that me being in ministry is more important than ministry itself because the reality is i am doing youth ministry i am i am working with the the youth ministry at the church. I'm a volunteer and my I, I talked with the youth minister there. I've actually I was actually uh a, a, a friend with this youth minister before I went to the church. Um, and I sat down with him and I, I, I said on no uncertain terms am I looking for your job or am I trying to replace you. My goal is to be the best volunteer, youth volunteer you've ever had. Uh, and I I 100 percent mean that. Um, so the question is, is that I I am in ministry and that is the opportunity that God has given me. So the question I have to ask myself is, is that enough? Is the opportunity that God has placed in front of me enough for me, enough for where I am at this moment? you know when i really look at it the answer is yes that because now that my wife and i have have two stable solid uh incomes we are able to, we were able to get our finances back in order i mean it was um stuff kind of got away from us a little bit because we didn't we didn't have full income and we had the situation came up we had to buy a new car and so we have a car payment now and that's I mean that's not ideal but it's it's the reality of what we've got so we've got two steady jobs now that we can we can cover all that and have some money to you know spend some time for ourselves and also my wife and I love this new church and it's it's been incredible to see a transformation in my wife where she, wants to and loves going to church Uh, and I I actually told her the other day that you know it was as much as I didn't want to leave Sunnyview it was worth it was worth it to see her really light up um, going to church and to see her really love going to see her being at a place she loves going to So, this this is a really good spot for us to be in. We're we're growing with each other. We're we're actually spending some really quality time together. Um, the way the way our schedules work, uh, both the only day that both of us have off together is Sunday. So that is Sunday is literally my Sabbath. Um, I I spend the that we spend that day together. We don't schedule any work on that day. Um we we get up, we go to church together, we worship together and then we spend the rest of the day being with each other. It is it is really incredible how wonderful that is and that that feels to be together. Um so God God really and truly has provided for us and for our family to a uh, a way for us to grow and be together. And I I am incredibly grateful for that. When I so yes he the the answer to that question is yes. And in my head I can see that, and I see how this is awesome. Um, but there's 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 still that nagging feeling there. And you know probably that's supposed to be there. Maybe that's that may be for me to make sure that I don't settle with this job. And say, you know, I'm, because you know, honestly, working for Geek Squad, it's actually pretty great. They really do care about their employees. Uh, they they are they are very. The the more I learn about Geek Squad and Best Buy and how it runs, the more I I respect the company and the way that they run their business. Um and. And that's for a the company as big as it is. I you know, I, I really do like it and and can identify with it. Um, so it it could be very easy for me to to settle for this job uh and and say, you know, this is good, this is good enough. Um and and forego what God may provide for me in the future. So what I what I need to say is what God has provided for me now is enough for now, and but always be looking for where He is moving in the future, um, and if and and when if and when He decides to move someplace else, um, that I need to be willing and ready to move with Him, and and there is. There is nothing wrong. there is no shame in settling in a place and really what am I trying to say here There's no settling settling in a place and being a part of a community and and um influencing the community more than just being at the church but actually physically going out and going out and dealing with people every day and you know that's really incredible every single day i get to interact with people and be a physical witness of what christ has done in me you know and and be ethical about it and you know Work to make sure that I do everything on the up and up, you know, I, you know, do continue to do things above reproach in the job that I have now. So this I mean, this really is an incredible opportunity. Um, but the, I mean, there there are just some days that. There are some days that I feel bitter, uh, that, that the bitterness creeps up on me Um and 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 you know it catches me when I when I'm unaware you know bitter about the situation I'm in bitter about uh the situations that I went through and that is you know that is normal you know that's kind of, it's a part of grieving for something that unexpectedly ended ended in a way that I didn't expect um what I have to continue to do is make sure that that bitterness does not does not own me, you know that I, I recognize it for what it is. you know it is it is f- feelings of angst, well, not angst, but um, there's some anger there and s- some feelings of uh, injustice for how how stuff went down and i i know being able to identify that means it has a name and that means i can put it where it needs to be so i can keep it i can put it in its proper perspective that yes you know there was some injustice done there um that that I am justified in not feeling good about, but that is behind me and we're someplace else now that is much better. And so I can revel, I can revel in the the providence and the beauty and the wonderful and the wonderfulness of the position that that we are in now and leave that bitterness behind. It doesn't mean that it doesn't creep up every once in a while, but being able to identify it means that I can put it in its proper place. And that is behind me. And that's that's essentially what Paul is talking about pa- Paul is talking about when he's saying that letting go of what is behind and striving for what is ahead. When we when we revel in the past, what we're really doing is holding on to it. Like that That is where we should be. When we say that is where we should be, or that's where we things should have been different, what we're doing is holding on to it and trying to make it what our reality is now. And the problem with that is it's impossible. And so we get angry and hold on to it more because all we want is for that to happen. Where what where what we need to do is to let it go and say, yes, that did happen. That was bad, uh, and it could have gone better. But we are here now; it is done and over with, and behind us. If we hold on to what is behind us, we cannot move forward into some place that you know is even better. And that's the thing: what is? It is very possible that there is better stuff ahead. But we will never get there if we're holding on to what we if we hold tight to what we have now and what we had in the past. And normally I'm good at that. (laughs) And that's that's kind of what's throwing me through a loop is normally I'm really good at at saying, yeah, that happened. That was in the past. It's okay now. Um, Let's move ahead. Normally I'm good with that. But I've I've struggled with it more than I expected. And I guess I'm just, I'm surprised. I've, I've been surprising myself uh, over the last few months. And that's just kind of been, I, and that's, that's what's been throwing me through a loop. So I I see we already right, I'm already at about 30 minutes, almost 31 minutes with this. I could probably talk for much longer about it, um, but that's, that's where I am. And that's, that's a very short summary of some of the stuff that I've been going through for the last eight months. Um, I'm hoping that you know now that I've got kind of a schedule set that I can continue to put some of this stuff out because this really does help me kind of work out some things. And you may have noticed I worked out some things today. That's that's what I do. I'm I'm a verbal processor, um, and that's why I call this show "Verbal Processing Unit." Um, this is an opportunity for me to to. Process and work through some of the stuff that's going on in my head. So, if you listened, thank you. Uh, thank you for for uh, sticking with some of the meanderings that I had and the, the thoughts that I had today. Um. So there's there's a variety of ways that if you want to keep up with me, you certainly can. Uh, the best place to do that is you can find everything about me at jeremycoggins.com along with this podcast you can find social media and some of the tech stuff that i'm doing and a variety of things so if you want to uh keep up with me uh that would be the best best place to go thank you so much for listening to verbal processing unit today and i will talk to you again soon